Good morning, good morning, good morning. We welcome you again to Roanoke-Salem Missionary Baptist Church, located here in beautiful eastern North Carolina, just outside of the little town of Garysburg in Northampton County. Our motto here is the end of your search for a friendly church. This is the first Sunday in the month of July. So first of all, let me wish all of you who have birthdays in this month a happy birthday on behalf of the church family. And certainly also I want to uh, thank Miss April Allen and Mr. Derek Buffalo and Miss Jasmine Smith and uh, Deacon Woodrow Hardy Jr. for being here and making sure uh, that this broadcast is able to be uh, get out to all of you. So we're looking uh, forward to a good time in the Lord on this morning. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I thank you now for an opportunity to preach and teach your word. Use me, Holy Spirit, to preach with clarity and conviction that lives will be blessed and you will be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning, I'd like to go to the Proverbs of King Solomon, the 16th Proverb, verse number 31. Proverbs 16, verse number 31. The month of July here at Roanoke-Salem, uh, during the month of July, we celebrate our senior citizens. And not only our senior citizens, we celebrate uh, senior citizens everywhere. We love seniors here at Roanoke-Salem. They are uh, they remain the, the foundation and the, the backbone of our church family. And although they're dwindling in numbers, they are still a very strong and very spiritually uh, supportive group here. So we are so grateful for our seniors. With that in mind, uh, this first message in this first Sunday in July uh, is geared towards our seniors, but I believe all of us will benefit from it. The entire month of July, I may not be preaching necessarily uh, senior-focused messages, but certainly I want to preach one this first Sunday in July. Proverbs chapter 16, verse number 31. I'm reading this from the New International Version, and this is one of the many Proverbs of Solomon, who was the son of King David. We know that Solomon... Uh, was, the Bible says, the richest man ever, and he was also the most wise man ever. God, in fact, gave him, God gave Solomon great wealth, enormous wealth, uh, peace during his time as king, and he also uh, made Solomon the wisest man that ever lived. Solomon wrote this, Proverbs 16, verse 31, gray hair is a crown of splendor, it is attained in the way of righteousness. Gray hair is a crown of splendor. It is attained in the way of righteousness. And I just for a few minutes, I want to share from this thought, living treasures. I want to talk about uh, living treasures today. Whenever I hear that word uh, crown, when I hear the word crown, I, I think about something that's worn on somebody's head, and I'm sure most of you all do too. Uh, crowns are normally um, circular and they're shaped and they're shiny a lot of times, and, and they're very, very valuable. Crowns are valuable. 
Uh, a crown uh, is usually made of precious metals. It could be made of gold or, or silver or platinum. It could be made of other things, but many times crowns are made of one of those three precious metals. Crowns also sometimes have precious stones that are embedded in the crowns. Uh, some crowns may have diamonds in them. Some may have rubies. Some may have emeralds or sapphires. Some have all of them and many more. So, so a crown is a very valuable, valuable uh, object. It, it's one that, that people uh, envy and it's one that people uh, um, glorify, so to speak, because of not only how it is, what it looks like, but what it represents. Um, cause, because if somebody is wearing a crown, the person that's wearing the crown uh, is important, but, but in most cases, it's the crown that is the treasure. Uh, crowns that have been uh, collected and that have been saved and kept uh, over years from monarchies all over the world. You go into museums and you may see uh, a crown in, in a section of a museum. Uh, and of course, the crown itself is considered a highly, highly valuable asset. It's considered a treasure. But we know that, um, we know that God's thoughts and God's ways, the way he looks and views things, they're, they're very, very different than the way we human beings do. And, and in Proverbs chapter 16, King Solomon calls the gray hair that we get on our heads as we get older, um, he called that gray hair on the head of an aged person a crown of splendor. He refers to the gray hairs on your head as a crown of splendor. Now, some other versions of the Bible, they, uh, they call your gray hair, that same passage, 1631, Proverbs 1631. Some other versions of the Bible say that uh, the gray hair is a crown of glory. Solomon says about this crown that he says it is attained, it's, it's earned by living a righteous life. And I want you to put a, uh, a mental uh, point uh, in your thinking right there because I'm going to come back to that. But, but Solomon says that obtaining this, this crown of splendor or this crown of glory, this gray hair on the head of an aged person, he says you get that by living a righteous life. Other Bible versions say that uh, this crown of a splendor or this crown of glory is earned if a person lives a righteous life. But any way you choose to look at it, I believe the point is this. A person who becomes a senior saint, and when I think about a senior citizen, I'm thinking 70 years old or older. Now, the point is a person who becomes a senior saint or a senior citizen should be celebrated. Now let me make this suggestion to us. While the crown is certainly valuable, again, I, I've already told you, oftentimes crowns are made out of precious metals and they may be embedded with precious jewels or precious stones. So while the crown is certainly valuable, in this case, the way Solomon is talking about that, in this case, it's the person who wears the crown that is the real treasure. Amen. It's, it's the individual upon which the crown sits. It's him or her. That person is the real treasure. Think about it. A 
person who's blessed and favored by Jehovah God with long life, amen, and with a reasonable portion, as we often say in church, with a reasonable portion of, of good health and strength of their mind and their body, is a person who has some valuable life lessons to share with the rest of us. If the Lord Jehovah God has blessed you to get to be 70 years old and, and, and older, and you have a, a reasonable portion, and, and of course we know some 70-year-olds are and older are in better shape than those of us who are 60, 50, 40, but, but if you get to be 70 plus and you still got good physical strength, and your mind is still clear and sharp, you can take care of and do for yourself with little or no assistance, then you've got some valuable life lessons to share with the rest of us. If we will listen. Amen. A lot of times, the, one of the problems between communication, uh, 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 communication differences or uh, uh, between young and old folks is the fact that we, the younger generation, and I'm not really so much including myself in that, but Younger people a lot of times don't want to listen to older folks because they feel like they don't know, they don't understand. But with very few exceptions, even though technology is what it is and knowledge is what it is today and the world has certainly changed in the last 10, 15, 20, 30, 50 years or so, there are very few things as a human being that somebody that's right now between, I'd say, 15 to 40, there are very few things that you have experienced in life that somebody that's 65, 70, or older has not also experienced. May have experienced it in a different way and certainly in a different setting, but there's very few things you've lived through or that you know about or, or related to the human condition that an older person doesn't know about those same things and probably has gone through several times in life. But like I said, we need to, those of us who are younger than 70 and older, 70 and older, we need to listen to those senior saints um, because they have valuable life lessons to share with us. In my opinion, those senior saints are living treasures because, see, they can tell you, particularly now, they're senior citizens, and that's anybody that's 70 and older. But right now, I want to focus on the senior saints. I mean, somebody that has been walking with the Lord, that has a daily relationship with Jesus Christ, may not have had that relationship all their lives. Most of us don't have a relationship with Jesus all of our lives. But at some point, somebody made a decision to give their life to Jesus, and now here you are, 70 plus years old. You are what I can consider, what I call a, a senior saint. You're one of our living treasures. And you know, you can tell us about walking with the Lord because just like that song goes, you can say to us, I've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy name, and he's never failed me yet. Uh, you can say with confidence, you can't make me doubt him because I know too much about him. Thank God for the senior saints. Thank God for the living treasures among us. As we live through this coronavirus pandemic, the body of Christ can turn to our senior saints, our living treasures for reassurance and encouragement. Anybody that's lived to be 70, 80, 90 plus years old in this world, they know a lot about both the good and the bad of being a human being. They know a lot about the good and the bad 
of daily life. What these living treasures uh, can share with the rest of us is how to hold on to God's unchanging hand. Even as the world is changing all around us. See, we got to remember, just like the world changes from, from minute to minute or hour to hour or day to day at this present time, folks who are 70, 80, 90 years old, as they were coming along as somebody that was 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years old, the world was constantly changing around them too. We, we are where we are now because of what they experienced when they were 25, 30, 40, 50 years younger than they are now. So they know about holding on to God's unchanging hand even as the world is changing all around us. Amen. Most people believe that the... Um, Coronavirus, COVID-19, we say sometimes, it's the same thing, the coronavirus and COVID-19. Most people believe that it's already caused so much death and so much chaos and so much calamity that the world will never be the same again as it was before the pandemic. And I think there's good reason to believe that that is the case. Most of us, including our senior saints, have never experienced anything exactly like this pandemic. But many of the senior saints have lived through other types of plagues and, and viruses that, that, that took hundreds and thousands of lives, if not in one nation, all around the world collectively. Some of our senior saints are firsthand witnesses to the destruction and devastation caused by war. Many of the senior saints who are members right here at Roanoke-Salem, some of them are, are veterans of, uh, a few might still be vet who were veterans of World War II, but most of them for sure are Vietnam veterans or of the Korean War. So they've seen uh, the devastation and destruction of, of war firsthand. Uh, some of these senior saints have e may have even been small children during the Great Depression, that would probably make you around 91 years old if you were a child uh, when, the, when the Great Depression started in 1929. You'd probably be about 87 or so now uh, at the end of the Great Depression, which was in uh, 1933. But, but we've got some senior saints who actually lived through the Great Depression. Amen. Some of these senior saints uh, have lived through the Jim Crow era. They've lived through the Jim Crow era of the segregated South. Some of them marched with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and other local civil rights leaders trying to make this country a better place for all of us. Uh, there was no Black Lives Matter back in the 50s and the 60s. There was no Black Lives Matter in terms of it being a, a, a formalized organization. Uh, but achieving equality and social justice was just as important to the senior saints back in their younger days as it is to the young people who are trying to achieve equality and social justice today. Some of our senior saints were involved in peaceful protest and, and they faced brutality from law enforcement officers. They faced brutality, even death, from some of their fellow citizens simply because of the color of their skin. Some of our senior saints probably don't agree with today's protesters uh, that, that, that there should be looting and stealing and burning and killing. 
as they try to achieve positive changes in this country. But I'm willing to bet you that most of our senior saints do agree that a change needs to be made. Amen. With all of their life experiences, our, our senior saints, our, our living treasures, they will probably tell us that somebody was praying for them long before they accepted Jesus Christ into their own lives. Amen. That's why when I hear that song, somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind, took the time to pray for me. I've raised my hand and said, thank you, Jesus, because I know somebody was praying for me. And, and I thank the Lord that he moved on their prayers on my behalf. Our living treasures, these senior saints, these senior citizens, they are a blessing to all of us. They encourage us to give our lives to Jesus Christ. They show us how to live by faith in Jesus and not by faith in any other human being. Every day that we live, we should thank Jesus for our living treasures. And I know I thank God for the senior saints, the living treasures right here at Roanoke Salem Missionary Baptist Church. Because as, as I said in the beginning, they remain the foundation and the backbone. And, and, in, a many, and in some ways, the driving force, uh, the moral compass, if you will, for our church family. And they get involved. We've got senior citizens uh, who, first of all, they, they set the example of holy living. Amen. Then we got others who are consistent, faithful tithers. Tithing is so important, church family. I don't care what age you are. Tithing is important, and, and most of our seniors are our are, are most faithful tithers. Uh, some of our senior saints, many of them are our church leaders. They're part of our deacon ministry. Uh, they're part of our trustee ministry. They may be leaders of different auxiliaries here in the church. Not only that, uh, our senior saints here roll up their sleeves. They don't mind getting their hands dirty when something needs to be done. They, they clean inside and they clean outside and, and they get involved whenever they can with whatever needs to be done around this church. Uh, some of them still give rise to other people. Not only other seniors, they give rise to anybody uh, who may need a ride. Not only back and forth to church, some of our seniors use their car and use the gas God has blessed them to have to take people into town or to doctor's appointments and things of that nature. Some of our senior saints, they, they buy food and other things and, and share them with folks that they know are in need. One of the most important things I know our senior saints do, they pray for this church family. They pray for the community and they encourage our youth. Our senior saints, our living treasures, they are such a blessing to all of us. So, so here on this, this first Sunday in July, uh, and, and I said before, at Roanoke-Salem, we, we call this Senior Citizens Month. I wanna say to our, our living treasures, Thank you. Thank you. And may God continue to richly bless you. Amen. And I also want to share a few ways that the rest of us can show our senior saints our living treasures. A few ways we can show them how much we appreciate them. Uh, there is a Christian writer named Jada Pryor, and she writes articles that are often published in Christian publications and websites and whatnot. Jada Pryor shared five ways to honor senior citizens. 
Uh, whether they're saved or unsaved, these are five ways we can honor those who are our senior citizens. Number one, spend time with them. The best medicine that some of our seniors need right now, regardless of whatever physical uh, ailments they may have, one of the best medicines that we can give them that they don't have to go to the doctor for is for some of us to just go by and see them. Sit down and talk to them, spend time with them, if, if, if that is allowed, depending on what their situation is. Number two, give them help. Help them. You see a senior citizen is in need of something, do what you can. Now, you may not be able to do all that that person may need, but maybe there's just one small thing. You go visit them in their home, for example. Uh, you know, tell, ask them, can you clean if, if that needs to be done? You know, clean the bathroom if that needs to be done. Hey, listen, all those things make a difference. Wash clothes, cook them a meal, prepare them a meal. Maybe they want a ride into town. Maybe they want you to collect their mail. But whatever you can do of a practical way to help a senior citizen who may need it or who is just willing to allow you to help them, then, then you do that. Sh number three, show them respect at all times. Show them respect. And this is one where God tests you and me. Because sometimes, depending on their situation, some of our senior citizens could be a little, little uh, touchy, a little sensitive you know, uh, you know, maybe they're a little rough around their ages. And sometimes it's because of the, the particular experiences that they've had in life or maybe something they're going through right now. But God still says and he expects us to be respectful towards them. And that includes how we speak to our senior citizens, how we speak to senior saints. Sometimes we have to remember that we don't need to use the slang and the vernacular of our day or, or what we understand to speak with them. Not that they wouldn't understand it, but just talk to them in regular old, as we say, King's English. Number four, listen carefully. When a senior person is talking with you or addressing you, listen to them carefully. Listen to them carefully. And, and be attentive to what they're saying. Don't just let it go in one ear and out there, because if you pay attention, you might learn something that not only might bless your life, you may learn something that will one day save your life. You may learn something that one day will help uh, promote you and elevate you to a, 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 a ladder of great success. And you'll think back, you know, Miss So-and-so or, or Mr. So-and-so told me this years ago and now here it is. Finally, fifth one, be patient. Be patient with our senior citizens. Um, they deserve our patience. It's not always easy, I understand, I understand, but, but be patient. And if you're patient, if you're not a patient person and you're going to involve yourself or try to help a senior citizen, pray and ask the Lord to give you some help. So be patient in your dealings with senior citizens. All of us need to recognize just how precious the senior citizens and our senior saints especially, we need to recognize how precious they are in God's eyes. Let me tell you, um, in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 32, and this is from the NIV version, New International Version, Moses wrote these words, rise in the presence of the aged, show respect for the elderly, and revere your God. I am the Lord. God himself required younger adults and children to stand up when senior saints or senior citizens came into the room. Psalm 92 verses 12 through 14 is another example of how Jehovah God values senior saints. The psalmist wrote these words. It says, 
the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar in Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. Listen now. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age, and they will stay fresh and green. Amen. In his word, God declares his love for senior saints. He, he has blessed so many of them to be examples for the rest of us if, if, if we will watch and listen and learn from them. Most church folks know that Ephesians chapter 6 verse 2 says the apostle Paul wrote that children should honor their parents. They should honor their fathers and mothers. Paul said if we honor our parents, good or bad, God will make life go well for us and he will bless us with long life. If, if we could ask every senior saint we know about their relationship with their own parents, I'm sure most of them would say that they tried the best they could to respect and help their parents as long as their parents were living. Amen. If we want God's favor, we must obey his commandments. And one of them is to honor your father and mother. Honor senior people. Honor your senior saints. So, so on this day, let's think, uh, 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 and let's, th let's think about every senior that we come in contact with as a spiritual parent. And let's respect them and let's help them as often as we can. And, and as I close, I... I, I, I say this to the senior saints. Um, you are a living treasure, and we thank God for you. you. You've taught us so much by your examples, but but most of all, you've demonstrated to us that trusting and obeying Jesus Christ is the best strategy for a successful life. Yeah, we're going to have some, some bumps and bruises and some pitfalls along the way, but you've proven to us through your life example that when you trust and do your best to obey the Lord Jesus, he's going to make us have a successful life in whatever way he determines that success should be. We know that you made some wrong choices in life, like we all do, but somewhere along the way, you made the best choice in your life the day you gave your life to Jesus Christ. So from that day to this day, Jesus has been your best friend. I'm saying to the living treasures, the senior saints. Jesus has been your advocate. Jesus has been your provider. Jesus has been your protector. And if the rest of us can only learn one lesson from these living treasures, we should learn to give ourselves to Jesus and let him take the steering wheel as we travel down this road we call life. Jesus died on that cross so that we could have life and have it more abundantly. And there's no better example than our senior saints, our living treasures, and we thank God for you on this day. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. We thank you now, Lord, for another opportunity to preach and teach your word and hope that you have been glorified and lives have been positively changed. And for those who may be unsaved, if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ on this day, please repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I believe that you are the son of the living God. I believe that you rose from the dead.
I ask you now to be my personal Lord and Savior. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you for being with us again on today. And again, I pray that this uh, first Sunday in July is a wonderful day for all of you. I will give the benediction and we will be dismissed. And now may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest ruling about with us henceforth and forevermore. Amen. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We welcome you again to Roanoke-Salem Missionary Baptist Church, located here in beautiful eastern North Carolina, just outside of the little town of Garysburg in Northampton County. Our motto here is the end of your search for a friendly church. This is the first Sunday in the month of July. So first of all, let me wish all of you who have birthdays in this month a happy birthday on behalf of the church family. And certainly also I want to uh, thank Miss April Allen and Mr. Derek Buffalo and Miss Jasmine Smith and uh, Deacon Woodrow Hardy Jr. for being here and making sure uh, that this broadcast is able to be uh, get out to all of you. So we're looking uh, forward to a good time in the Lord on this morning. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I thank you now for an opportunity to preach and teach your word. Use me, Holy Spirit, to preach with clarity and conviction that lives will be blessed and you will be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning, I'd like to go to the Proverbs of King Solomon, the 16th Proverb, verse number 31. Proverbs 16, verse number 31. The month of July here at Roanoke-Salem, uh, during the month of July, we celebrate our senior citizens. And not only our senior citizens, we celebrate uh, senior citizens everywhere. We love seniors here at Roanoke-Salem. They are uh, they remain the, the foundation and the, the backbone of our church family. And although they're dwindling in numbers, they are still a very strong and very spiritually uh, supportive group here. So we are so grateful for our seniors. With that in mind, uh, this first message in this first Sunday in July uh, is geared towards our seniors, but I believe all of us will benefit from it. The entire month of July, I may not be preaching necessarily uh, senior-focused messages, but certainly I want to preach one this first Sunday in July. Proverbs chapter 16, verse number 31. I'm reading this from the New International Version, and this is one of the many Proverbs of Solomon, who was the son of King David. We know that Solomon... Uh, was, the Bible says, the richest man ever, and he was also the most wise man ever. God, in fact, gave him, God gave Solomon great wealth, enormous wealth, uh, peace during his time as king, and he also uh, made Solomon the wisest man that ever lived. Solomon wrote this, Proverbs 16, verse 31, gray hair is a crown of splendor, it is attained in the way of righteousness. Gray hair is a crown of splendor. It is attained in the way 
of righteousness. And I just for a few minutes, I want to share from this thought, living treasures. I want to talk about uh, living treasures today. Whenever I hear that word uh, crown, when I hear the word crown, I, I think about something that's worn on somebody's head, and I'm sure most of you all do too. Uh, crowns are normally um, circular and they're shaped and they're shiny a lot of times, and, and they're very, very valuable. Crowns are valuable. Uh, a crown uh, is usually made of precious metals. It could be made of gold or, or silver or platinum can be made of other things, but many times crowns are made of one of those three precious metals. Crowns also sometimes have precious stones that are embedded in the crowns. Uh, some crowns may have diamonds in them. Some may have rubies. Some may have emeralds or sapphires. Some have all of them and many more. So, so a crown is a very valuable valuable uh, object. It, it's one that, that people uh, envy and it's one that people uh, um, glorify, so to speak, because of not only how it is, what it looks like, but what it represents. Um, cause, because if somebody is wearing a crown, the person that's wearing the crown uh, is important, but, but in most cases, it's the crown that is the treasure. Uh, crowns that have been uh, collected and that have been saved and kept uh, over years from monarchies all over the world. You go into museums and you may see uh, a crown in, in a section of a museum. And, and of course, the crown itself is considered a highly, highly valuable asset. It's considered a treasure. But we know that, um, we know that God's thoughts and God's ways the way he looks and views things. They're, they're very, very different than the way we human beings do. And, and in Proverbs chapter 16, King Solomon calls the gray hair that we get on our heads as we get older, um, he called that gray hair on the head of an aged person a crown of splendor. He refers to the gray hairs on your head as a crown of splendor. Now, some other versions of the Bible, they, uh, they call your gray hair, that same passage, 1631, Proverbs 1631. Some other versions of the Bible say that uh, the gray hair is a crown of glory. Solomon says about this crown that he says it is attained, it's, it's earned by living a righteous life. And I want you to put a, uh, a mental uh, point uh, in your thinking right there, because I'm going to come back to that. But, but Solomon says that obtaining this, this crown of splendor or this crown of glory, this gray hair on the head of an aged person, he says you get that by living a righteous life. Other Bible versions say that uh, this crown of, of splendor or this crown of glory is earned if a person lives a righteous life. But any way you choose to look at it, I believe the point is this. A person who becomes a senior saint, and when I think about a senior citizen, I'm thinking 70 years old or older. Now, the point is a person who becomes a senior saint or a senior citizen should be celebrated. Now let me make this suggestion to us. While the crown is certainly valuable, again, I, I've already told you 
Oftentimes crowns are made out of precious metals and they may be embedded with precious jewels or precious stones. So while the crown is certainly valuable, in this case, the way Solomon is talking about that, in this case, it's the person who wears the crown that is the real treasure. Amen. It's, it's the individual upon which the crown sits. It's him or her. That person is the real treasure. Think about it. A person who's blessed and favored by Jehovah God with long life. Amen. And with a reasonable portion, as we often say in church, with a reasonable portion of, of good health and strength of their mind and their body is a person who has some valuable life lessons to share with the rest of us. If the Lord Jehovah God has blessed you to get to be 70 years old and, 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 and older, and, and you have a, a, a reasonable portion, and, and of course we know some 70-year-olds are and older are in better shape than those of us who are 60, 50, 40, but, but if you get to be 70 plus and you still got good physical strength, and your mind is still clear and sharp, you can take care of and do for yourself with little or no assistance, then you've got some valuable life lessons to share with the rest of us. If we will listen. Amen. A lot of times, the, one of the problems between communication, uh, 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 communication differences or uh, uh, between young and old folks is the fact that we, the younger generation, and I'm not really so much including myself in that, but Younger people a lot of times don't want to listen to older folks because they feel like they don't know, they don't understand. But with very few exceptions, even though technology is what it is and knowledge is what it is today and the world has certainly changed in the last 10, 15, 20, 30, 50 years or so, there are very few things as a human being that somebody that's right now between, I'd say, 15 to 40, the very few things that you have experienced in life that somebody that's 65, 70, or older has not also experienced. May have experienced it in a different way and certainly in a different setting, but there's very few things you've lived through or that you know about or, or related to the human condition that an older person doesn't know about those same things and probably has gone through several times in life. But like I said, we need to, those of us who are younger than 70 and older, 70 and older, we need to listen to those senior saints um, because they have valuable life lessons to share with us. In my opinion, those senior saints are living treasures because, see, they can tell you, particularly now, they're senior citizens, and that's anybody that's 70 and older. But right now, I want to focus on the senior saints. I mean, somebody that has been walking with the Lord, that has a daily relationship with Jesus Christ, may not have had that relationship all their lives. Most of us don't have a relationship with Jesus all of our lives. But at some point, somebody made a decision to give their life to Jesus, and now here you are, 70 plus years old. You're what I can consider, what I call a, a senior saint. You're one of our living treasures. And, you know, you can tell us about walking with the Lord because just like that song goes, you can say to us, I've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy name, and he's never failed me yet. Uh, you can say with confidence, you can't make me doubt him. 
because I know too much about him. Thank God for the senior saints. Thank God for the living treasures among us. As we live through this coronavirus pandemic, the body of Christ can turn to our senior saints, our living treasures for reassurance and encouragement. Anybody that's lived to be 70, 80, 90 plus years old in this world, they know a lot about both the good and the bad of being a human being. They know a lot about the good and the bad of daily life. What these living treasures uh, can share with the rest of us is how to hold on to God's unchanging hand, even as the world is changing all around us. See, we got to remember, just like the world changes from, from minute to minute or hour to hour or day to day at this present time, Folks who are 70, 80, 90 years old, as they were coming along as somebody that was 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years old, the world was constantly changing around them too. We, we are where we are now because of what they experienced when they were 25, 30, 40, 50 years younger than they are now. So they know about holding on to God's unchanging hand even as the world is changing all around us. Amen. Most people believe that the um, coronavirus, COVID-19, we say sometimes, is the same thing, the coronavirus and COVID-19. Most people believe that it's already caused so much death and so much chaos and so much calamity that the world will never be the same again as it was before the pandemic. And I think there's good reason to believe that that is the case. Most of us, including our senior saints, have never experienced anything exactly like this pandemic. But many of the senior saints have lived through other types of plagues and, and viruses that, that, that took hundreds and thousands of lives, if not in one nation, all around the world collectively. Some of our senior saints are firsthand witnesses to the destruction and devastation caused by war. Many of the senior saints who are members right here at Roanoke-Salem, some of them are, are veterans of, uh, a few might still be vet who were veterans of World War II, but most of them for sure are Vietnam veterans or of the Korean War. So they've seen uh, the devastation and destruction of, of war firsthand. Uh, some of these senior saints have e may have even been small children during the Great Depression, that would probably make you around 91 years old if you were a child uh, when, the, when the Great Depression started in 1929. You'd probably be about 87 or so now uh, at the end of the Great Depression, which was in uh, 1933. But, but we've got some senior saints who actually lived through the Great Depression. Amen. Some of these senior saints uh, have lived through the Jim Crow era. They've lived through the Jim Crow era of the segregated South. Some of them marched with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and other local civil rights leaders trying to make this country a better place for all of us. Uh, there was no Black Lives Matter back in the 50s and the 60s. There was no Black Lives Matter in terms of it being a, a, a formalized organization. Uh, but achieving equality and social justice was just as important to the senior saints back in their younger days as it is to the young people who are trying to achieve equality 
and social justice today. Some of our senior saints were involved in peaceful protest and and they faced brutality from law enforcement officers. They faced brutality, even death, from some of their fellow citizens simply because of the color of their skin. Some of our senior saints probably don't agree with today's protesters uh, that, that, that there should be looting and stealing and burning and killing as they try to achieve positive changes in this country. But I'm willing to bet you that most of our senior saints do agree that a change needs to be made. Amen. With all of their life experiences, our, our senior saints, our, our living treasures, they will probably tell us that somebody was praying for them long before they accepted Jesus Christ into their own lives. Amen. That's why when I hear that song, somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind, took the time to pray for me. I've raised my hand and said, thank you, Jesus, because I know somebody was praying for me. And, and I thank the Lord that he moved on their prayers on my behalf. Our living treasures, these senior saints, these senior citizens, they are a blessing to all of us. They encourage us to give our lives to Jesus Christ. They show us how to live by faith in Jesus and not by faith in any other human being. Every day that we live, we should thank Jesus for our living treasures. And I know I thank God for the senior saints, the living treasures right here at Roanoke Salem Missionary Baptist Church. Because as, as I said in the beginning, they remain the foundation and the backbone. And, and, in, a many, and in some ways, the driving force, uh, the moral compass, if you will, for our church family. And they get involved. We've got senior citizens uh, who, first of all, they, they set the example of holy living. Amen. Then we got others who are consistent, faithful tithers. Tithing is so important, church family. I don't care what age you are. Tithing is important, and, and most of our seniors are our are, are most faithful tithers. Uh, some of our senior saints, many of them are our church leaders. They're part of our deacon ministry. Uh, they're part of our trustee ministry. They may be leaders of different auxiliaries here in the church. Not only that, uh, our senior saints here roll up their sleeves. They don't mind getting their hands dirty when something needs to be done. They, they clean inside and they clean outside and, and they get involved whenever they can with whatever needs to be done around this church. Uh, some of them still give rise to other people, not only other seniors, they give rise to anybody uh, who may need a ride. Not only back and forth to church, some of our seniors use their car and use the gas God has blessed them to have to take people into town or to doctor's appointments and things of that nature. Some of our senior saints, they, they buy food and other things and, and share them with folks that they know are in need. One of the most important things I know our senior saints do, they pray for this church family. They pray for the community and they encourage our youth, our senior saints, our living treasures. They are such a blessing to all of us. So, so here on this, this first Sunday in July, uh, and, and I said before, at Roanoke-Salem, we, we call this Senior Citizens Month. I want to say to our, our living treasures, Thank you. Thank you. 
And may God continue to richly bless you. Amen. And I also want to share a few ways that the rest of us can show our senior saints our living treasures. A few ways we can show them how much we appreciate them. Uh, There is a Christian writer named Jada Pryor, and she writes articles that are often published in Christian publications and websites and whatnot. Jada Pryor shared five ways to honor senior citizens. Uh, Whether they're saved or unsaved, these are five ways we can honor those who are our senior citizens. Number one, spend time with them. The best medicine that some of our seniors need right now, regardless of whatever physical uh, ailments they may have, one of the best medicines that we can give them that they don't have to go to the doctor for is for some of us to just go by and see them. Sit down and talk to them, spend time with them, if, if, if that is allowed, depending on what their situation is. Number two, give them help. Help them. You see a senior citizen is in need of something, do what you can. Now, you may not be able to do all that that person may need, but maybe there's just one small thing. You go visit them in their home, for example. Uh, you know, tell, ask them, can you clean if, if that needs to be done? You know, clean the bathroom if that needs to be done. Hey, listen, all those things make a difference. Wash clothes, cook them a meal, prepare them a meal. Maybe they want to ride into town. Maybe they want you to collect their mail. But whatever you can do of a practical way to help a senior citizen who may need it or who is just willing to allow you to help them, then, then you do that. Sh- number three, show them respect at all times. Show them respect. And this is one where God tests you and me. Because sometimes, depending on their situation, some of our senior citizens could be a little, little uh, touchy, a little sensitive you know, uh, you know, maybe they're a little rough around their ages. And sometimes it's because of the, the particular experiences that they've had in life or maybe something they're going through right now. But God still says and he expects us to be respectful towards them. And that includes how we speak to our senior citizens, how we speak to senior saints. Sometimes we have to remember that we don't need to use the slang and the vernacular of our day or or what we understand to speak with them. Not that they wouldn't understand it, but just talk to them in regular old, as we say, King's English. Number four, listen carefully. When a senior person is talking with you or addressing you, listen to them carefully. Listen to them carefully. And and be attentive to what they're saying. Don't just let it go in one ear and out the other, because if you pay attention, you might learn something that not only might bless your life, you may learn something that will one day save your life. You may learn something that one day will help uh, promote you and elevate you to a, 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 a ladder of great success. And you'll think back, you know, Miss So-and-so or, or Mr. So-and-so told me this years ago, and now here it is. Finally, fifth one, be patient. Be patient with our senior citizens. Um, They deserve our patience. It's not always easy. I understand. I understand. But but be patient. And if you're patient, if you're not a patient person and you're going to involve yourself or try to help a senior citizen, pray and ask the Lord to give you some help. So be patient in your dealings with senior citizens. All of us need to recognize just how precious the senior citizens and our senior saints especially. We need to recognize how precious they are in God's eyes. Let me tell you. 
Um, in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 32, and this is from the NIV version, New International Version. Moses wrote these words. Rise in the presence of the aged. Show respect for the elderly and revere your God. I am the Lord. God himself required younger adults and children to stand up when senior saints or senior citizens came into the room. Psalm 92 verses 12 through 14 is another example of how Jehovah God values senior saints. The psalmist wrote these words. It says, the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar in Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. Listen now, they will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age, and they will stay fresh and green. Amen. In his word, God declares his love for senior saints. He, he has blessed so many of them to be examples for the rest of us if, if, if we will watch and listen and learn from them. Most church folks know that Ephesians chapter 6 verse 2 says the Apostle Paul wrote that children should honor their parents. They should honor their fathers and mothers. Paul said if we honor our parents, good or bad, God will make life go well for us and he will bless us with long life. If, if we could ask every senior saint we know about their relationship with their own parents, I'm sure most of them would say that they tried the best they could to respect and help their parents as long as their parents were living. Amen. If we want God's favor, we must obey his commandments. And one of them is to honor your father and mother. Honor senior people. Honor your senior saints. So, so on this day... Let's think, uh, 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 and let's, th let's think about every senior that we come in contact with as a spiritual parent. And let's respect them and let's help them as often as we can. And, and as I close, I, 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 I say this to the senior saints. Um, you are a living treasure. And we thank God for you. You, you've taught us so much by your examples, but, but most of all, you've demonstrated to us that trusting and obeying Jesus Christ is the best strategy for a successful life. Yeah, we're going to have some, some bumps and bruises and some pitfalls along the way, but you've proven to us through your life example that when you trust and do your best to obey the Lord Jesus, he's going to make us have a successful life in whatever way he determines that success should be. We know that you made some wrong choices in life, like we all do. But somewhere along the way, you made the best choice in your life the day you gave your life to Jesus Christ. So from that day to this day, Jesus has been your best friend. I'm saying to the living treasures, the senior saints. Jesus has been your advocate. Jesus has been your provider. Jesus has been your protector. And if the rest of us can only learn one lesson from these living treasures, we should learn to give ourselves to Jesus and let him take the steering wheel as we travel down this road we call life. Jesus died on that cross. So that we could have life and have it more abundantly. 
And there's no better example than our senior saints, our living treasures. And we thank God for you on this day. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. We thank you now, Lord, for another opportunity to preach and teach your word and hope that you have been glorified and lives have been positively changed. And for those who may be unsaved, if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ on this day, please repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I believe that you are the son of the living God. I believe that you rose from the dead. I ask you now to be my personal Lord and Savior. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you for being with us again on today. And again, I pray that this uh, first Sunday in July is a wonderful day for all of you. I will give the benediction and we will be dismissed. And now may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us henceforth and forevermore. Amen.